This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. American Financing is our sponsor. I would like you to give them a call today if you haven't already. In 10 minutes, you can be well on your way to new levels of financial freedom. Uh, financing um, is going to get harder and harder to get, especially if you're kind of like me. Uh, financial freedom uh, is imperative. So we got to pay down our debts, uh, get the lowest interest rate we can. You can explore all types of loans and American financing will shoot straight with you. No pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. And it could end up uh, helping you save hundreds, if not a thousand dollars a month. It's American financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. All right. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is coming up next. I'm anxious to hear what he believes is the biggest story of the week. 15 seconds. Already the highest in U.S. history. Uh, the national average $4.23 a gallon tonight. I'm going to work like the devil to bring gas prices down. The significant reason why prices are up is because of COVID affecting the supply chain. He's going to do everything we can, everything he can, to reduce the impact on the American people, including uh, the price of gas at the tank. The gas supply companies are paying less and making a lot more. He's suggesting that the industry's outsized profits and returns to shareholders are to blame for what he calls an unexplained gap as consumer prices rise. Take a look at uh, oil prices. Uh, that is a consequence of, thus far, the refusal of, uh, of uh, Russia or, uh, or the OPEC nations to uh, pump more oil. And that's because of the supply being withheld by OPEC. The increase and the anticipated continued increase, which is, I think, what some of your colleagues were asking about, that that is a, a direct result of uh, the invasion of Ukraine. It's going to go up. <laughs> Can't do much right now. Russia's impossible. Wow. Wow, that's a complex problem there. I don't know who to blame, but we've got Putin. It's Friday. Gas prices, inflation, war, possibly chemical or biological weapons. 
What the heck is the biggest story this week? Bill O'Reilly is next. Carolyn wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She said, I just wanted to say I love Relief Factor. I'm 57. I'm a hairstylist. Me too. Uh, She said, I'm a country girl. Me too. I stay really active. Well, you lost me there. But I've noticed in the past several months that I'm in pain all the time. I heard about Relief Factor and decided to give it a try. My pain has just completely gone away. Thank you. Thank you, Relief Factor. Look, if you're dealing with pain, please give Relief Factor a try. About 30% of the people that try it, it doesn't work for them. But that means 70% go on to order it month after month after month. I take it three times a day, have for several years now. It is fantastic. ReliefFactor.com. Get the three-week quick trial. You'll be able to know in three weeks if it's going to work or not. Just try it out. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, welcome to the program, sir. What is the biggest story of the week? Uh, well, I think you just framed it. I mean, uh, I'll take a different tack to it okay? Um, because that's what I always do. Sure, sure, sure. So when you have a president of the United States putting forth an absurd um, analysis of gas prices and inflation, it, it's... There's no debate that it's not absurd. So if you believe that Putin's responsible for the high gas prices, all of it, and inflation in the United States, then you're just a moron or you're dishonest. That's it. Okay? Um, So you then go to a president who's selling something that's just illogical. And when you do that, then your credibility on other matters goes down, is diminished. And that's what's happening. So 80%, according to the latest polling, they want more drilling in America, 80% of Americans. Now, that encompasses liberals, encompasses everybody but the loons. 20% are climate change loons, okay? They want to go back and... They want to live off the land, uh, you know, off the grid, whatever. But 80% say, look, it's time to stop this theoretical stuff and get the economy back on track by harvesting as much fossil fuel as we can in a responsible way. Would you agree that that's what most people want? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. I, I think, I think honestly, even, even those people who do believe vehemently in climate change but are not lunatics – uh, would would accept the president coming out today and saying, look, uh, you know, just for the next 12 months or whatever, I'm going to uh, temporarily open up the fields, uh, you know, uh, grant new permits and encourage the banks yeah. to loan money to these people. But look, all you have to do is open up the Anwar stuff in Alaska. Yeah, that's all. I mean, what are we going to frighten the caribou up there? Is the, are the polar bears upset? Oh my god! They like the pipelines. It's warm there. <laughs> they don't have to buy coats. Okay, <laughs> this is just insane. I mean, there are some political things that are just insane, and here's one of them. So Biden, as we all know, doesn't know what he's actually saying he can't go a to b to c to d anymore that's called linear thinking that's over for biden it's probably was over 10 years ago he can't he doesn't know the cause and effect all right if i say something what is going 
to be the effect of it. He can't do that anymore. He's not intellectually capable of it. So instead, he just reads stuff off a paper, and then Saki, the minister of propaganda, just spits it out every day with the press. And the press, instead of really being furious about this and say, that's just insane, Putin, um, uh, gas prices were up a buck a gallon before Putin did anything there. What about that? You know, you don't hear that kind of questioning because the corporate media wants Biden to succeed. That's what they want. But here's the extension that, that I'm worried about. So once you have an administration, and Nixon is the best example in recent history of this, where nobody believes you anymore, all right? So then when a thing like the bio lab story appears, yep. okay, and the Pentagon denies it, and the Biden administration says, no, we're not harvesting uh, bioweapons in Ukraine. And think about that. How insane would that be? All right. I but know wait, 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 wait. But wait, hold it just a second. How insane yeah. would it be to do everything else that this administration has done but in 12 months? It extends far back. Right. To Obama. Start. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. And Trump. Right. And, and see, I don't believe the story at this point. Good I don't believe you. it. Good for you. Okay. I, I am leaning towards believing it because of Wuhan, but I'm not sure. All right. Well, I'll get Wuhan in my analysis. Yeah. Okay. I don't believe it because it makes no sense at all. If you want to do bioweapon research, you don't do it in Ukraine. You don't do it in Wuhan. <laughs> Okay, stop with the Wuhan. <laughs> All right, well, I just... Let's stay on the, on the bioweapon All right, thing. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't do it there. That's insane. All right, no one would do that. All right, so... That you wait, wait, said, wait, wait, may I just say, hang on. You would if you wanted to do things uh, and uh, skate around some of the international laws. No, you wouldn't do it in ukraine i wouldn't you wouldn't but when have anybody proven themselves to be sane that isn't a oh stop that's like doing okay we're gonna do bio research in syria come on so maybe uh, there's a one intense chance that i'm wrong one in ten but conspiracy sells it sells in america there are maybe 30 percent of the population that live their lives in conspiracies okay they so wait wait wait, wait 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 so do you believe that the united states wasn't involved but that there there are biological weapons or weapons or, or biological jennifer, things right, that back. that they're worried about back yeah according to jennifer Riley. griffin who's the best reporter on this stuff the most honest and the best okay Okay? Yeah. Known a woman for almost 30 years. Got it. Doesn't lie. Got it. Okay. <laughs> she says that the lab in question was designed to clean up weaponry left by the Soviet Union when it left Ukraine. That's what that lab is there to do. That there were hot spots, as there are in the United States, of contamination and that the United States helped in that effort to clean up uh-huh. the stuff that was left. From That's what Jennifer Griffin is reporting. Wow. Okay. So from like 2008 until wow. today, we've got wow. a mop. And you know what? I could be wrong. Maybe it was a union member. 
Maybe it was unions <laughs> that were doing the work, well, and they're like, I'm on break. All right, I we're not going to have this mess cleaned up. I it back, but from 200, 2005 onward, mm-hmm. and that would be 17 years, mm-hmm. the United States has contributed something mm-hmm. to the cleanup of this environment, according to Jennifer Griffin, and she gets her information directly from the Pentagon. Okay. Ah, okay. That sounds logical to me. Yeah. Now, maybe the Pentagon's lying, Beck. Maybe they're making zombies there. I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't know. think they're making zombies, although I wouldn't put it past them. Okay. Uh, but I don't think the Pentagon is a real credible source anymore. All right, but I mean, look, what are you going to do? Oh, I know, I know. Credible that's source, why. That's why I'm Biden's saying Biden's not a credible source, and no one's a credible source. Yes. Then everything becomes a conspiracy. Yeah, Nothing no. is to be believed. <laughs> Well, nothing is to be believed, but not everything is a conspiracy. But yes, uh, no, but you can weave it into. Look, you no, know I, as well, Bill. As you and I are arguing about money something. Money there is in yeah. this conspiracy. There is, but you and I are tens not, of millions of dollars. I was on CNN uh, in what 2006, talking about how you know that there are. I think it was seven percent of people believe that we didn't land on the moon, and I said. As we go forward, as we go forward and institutions become less trustworthy, you're going to see a time in your lifetime where maybe 25 percent say we never went to the moon. And so now you're on now you're cooking back. Now you're absolutely cooking because that is what has happened under Biden. He has undermined any kind of credibility for the federal government. Elections. Anything is undermined now. There is so much suspicion in this country. But my job is to try to get to the truth. I okay. don't know the truth about the bio. All right. Okay. Lab. All right. So I agree with you. I don't know the truth about it either. Okay. However, I do know you this. You want to do Wuhan or you want to go somewhere else? I want to go to Wuhan in a second. But first, before we leave this, uh, yes. both the United States and Russia say that they're concerned about a bioweapon being used in Ukraine. Right. So, and they're saying it a lot. Uh, right. Is that just fear mongering? Is that. No, wh- no. Saddam used a bioweapon in Syria. It's not fear mongering. Putin could do that uh, in 30 minutes. What is he the response? Absolutely do it. What is the response from the west if he would if a if a weapon like it a biological weapon. what it was and how it was used and what the documentation was is that lead to world war three okay it didn't in syria obama drew the red line and then didn't yeah. do anything yes but it's not syria this is nato this, that, is, this is bigger okay yeah. so i can't predict with any kind of responsibility what the nato response would be and anybody who's doing that is a fool. However, How about a guess? if Putin does use um, bioweapons, and that's provable, you can prove that he did, then I would assume the world will go on a war footing. All right? That, yeah. that would lead to a conflict with Russia. Don't know if nukes would be involved, um, you know, but you can't allow that so economic sanctions then i don't know what more they can do they've taken away the big mac and that was the big thing they had yeah i didn't think they'd go that far right um but i hate to speculate on this stuff but 
is Putin capable of that? Yes. Does he need to do it? No. Doesn't need to do it. Because Putin now can drive a ceasefire and to take pieces of Ukraine that he wants, and nobody's going to stop him from doing that. Now, he won't get away with it because sanctions won't be lifted. You will never take away my book of the chicken. That will never happen. Uh, All right. So, Bill, hang on. I want to go to Ukraine here in just a second. First, let me tell you about Goldline. You know who has lots of gold, who's been buying gold like crazy? Uh, Russians. We are not such dummies. We've been uh, putting all kinds of we've been selling worthless U.S. dollar and been putting it in gold. You know who else has done that? China, China, China. Gee, it seems like these guys have figured something out about what might be coming to the U.S. dollar. No, don't pay any attention to men on radio. All propaganda. Mm hmm. May I suggest you call Goldline now and you ask them why I buy gold, how I buy gold from them. I've done commercials for them. I was a client of theirs before they were a client of mine. Okay, I was buying gold from them before they came on radio. Uh, I believe in them. They've been in business for 60 years. Right now, Goldline has a special promotion that includes free silver, uh, free silver one ounce Indian replica with every box of 20 of the historic Indian gold coins. You'll receive 10 of the silver replicas for free. Tough to find with the silver shortages. Yes, but nothing like nickel. hmm? Man, if I would have if I had a nickel for every time I want, I thought to myself, nickel is going to go through the roof. I'd have a nickel. Uh, but anyway, uh, right now, call them uh, and uh, and talk to them. Get the information. You're smart enough to figure it out. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Call them now. 866-GOLDLINE. Ten seconds and back to Bill. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, who we will crush like bug. Uh, Bill, talk to me about Wuhan now. All right. National Institute of Health, NIH, okay? So they invest money all over the world uh, in different countries to do research, to find out how to counter viral infections and other diseases and all that. Okay. Unfortunately... For some reason, they did business with China. Don't know why. Don't know who okayed it. Uh, Fauci was uh, the head of NIH. He won't and never tell you unless we get him in a basement and bring in the black ops. All right. So why did they do that? They know China is a pernicious country, doesn't have any kind of standards at all. Why would you help them research anything? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that logical? Yeah. Except the, the biggest funder of this. Institute of Health. But the, did, big, the biggest American funder money. was uh, the uh, USAID, which is a, a, a front for the State Department, and the Pentagon. They, they put more into it than uh, the NIH did. But it was under the banner of health, not weaponry. Ah, All right. Ah, See? Ah, See? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ah, All right. So, Shashi <laughs> doesn't know what the deuce is going on over there. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what the deuce is going on mm-hmm. over there because you can't know because China doesn't tell you. And they control the Wuhan lab. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. So, we're putting money, not a lot of money, 
But the fact we put any money in it was so ridiculous. But this is the federal government. They make poor decision after poor decision after poor decision. So then, bang, the, uh, the uh, COVID comes out, and then the conspiracy goes, well, they made it, and they released it on purpose, the Chinese. They made it, they released it on purpose, and we paid for it. That's the conspiracy. And 25% of Americans believe that. They believe it. Now, I don't know how COVID got out. I suspect that they were researching COVID with bats and other animals, and the researchers got infected, just like in the movies. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right? I agree I with you 100% on that. probably happened. Yes. And then they walked out into Wuhan, mm-hmm. a city of 8 million people, mm-hmm. and infected all their friends. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, how are right? you? <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. Right. Right. That's, see, again, linear thinking, A, B, C, D. Yeah. Okay. But then the, the federal government, the U.S. federal government, number one, isn't upfront about what it did. Fauci lies about it. Right? Mm-hmm. Fauci lied about it. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. To, to um, fix all this, you'd have to pretty much clean out the hornet's nest everywhere. Everywhere in every agency. Yeah, but you also have to clear out all of the weasels in the pipeline that are career bureaucrats. That's impossible. That'd be like doing that in the television industry. Well, there would be no television. You'd have nothing on your screen. I'll take no government for a while. I'll just take no government for a while. You you can do that because you got a place in the mountains where with a bazooka. Yeah, I'm not saying (laughs) no police. I'm not saying no police. I mean, we get deep the police. I'm reimagining the police right now uh anyway uh, you're right back <laughs> yeah you're right the, the we are at a low point in this country in government credibility and this the is biggest, the lowest point yeah the biggest problem is bill is not only that but in looking at who do i trust on ukraine i can't trust any single giant news outlet i can't absolutely not yeah and so the american people are like i don't know or they're just buying into the propaganda there's no reporters there okay so we don't know what's happening in the nuclear facility we don't know if the orphanage was blown up because there are no reporters there because the russian army will shoot the reporters in the head so they aren't there and this is what it, why it's a mess. There are so many jokes to be had here, but I am not going to make any of them. I'm a better man than that. Uh, <laughs> Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Check him out every day. The No Spin Zone, BillOReilly.com. Back in a minute. That was the Glenn Beck Program. That was a good segment. Disagreed with almost everything he said. No. Uh, he's just too, believe it or not, I can't believe I'm saying this. He's just too nice. Uh, LifeLock. <laughs> LifeLock wow. is dedicated to making sure that uh, nobody gets your stuff, your information. I mean, information is power, power over you. Before we give it all to the government, you know, in their digital coin, uh, Right now, we have to worry about cyber criminals, somebody that can get all your personal information and then profit off of you and destroy your credibility, your integrity and your life. Really, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. And I don't know about you, but I'm tired of having all these things to worry about. 
take this one off your plate. Right now, you can do it with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock by Norton. They're the best. 25% off your first year with a promo code back. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Save 25% now. Promo code back. LifeLock.com. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Wow. I have in my hands the Idaho Association of Commerce and Industry made up board members board members from uh, companies like Chobani, the, you know, the yogurt people and Wells Fargo Bank uh, and Bear and Monsanto and Cliff Bar, Select Health, Union Pacific Railroad. Oh, my gosh. All of these people, all of the Facebook, Facebook is on this. What am I going to do? They're saying in this official release that I am a conspiracy theorist Mm. because of what I tell you about ESG. Wow. I'm sensing some sort of risk uh, here, Stu, some sort of boy. It's it's well, as you know, Glenn, ESG is just a risk management tool. That's what they say. Oh, really? Yeah, that's oh, wow. what they say. We'll, we'll get into that a little later. Mm. Uh, Michael Malice is on with us now. Hi, Michael. How are you? I mean, is it a theory if it's demonstrable and <laughs> no. open? No, wait, wait, wait. It is not. It is not. They say um, uh, it's laughable. They said it's a fun... It, uh, the given legislatures, uh, legislators who have heard me talk about ESG and believe in believe it, it's a farcical conspiracy theory from which legislation will be crafted. It's easy to dismiss due to its lack of basis in reality, but the problems any kind of legislation against it will create for business is real. Wow, but I I mean it's it's just shocking how brazen the misinformation is because at the very least it's based in reality, but wrong, right? You're referring to something which is policy where there's websites about it, where people talk about it. So to say it's not based in reality is in and of itself a lie. Second of all, to claim that there aren't different organizations who are coordinating to further a specific agenda is in and of itself farcical. The fact that all these different Chobani is working with Facebook, it's, it's only conspiracy, but you don't like it. Exactly right. Exactly I mean, if, right. If, what does the yogurt company have to do with, you know, putting up baby pics and, you know, photos of your dog uh, other than they have an agenda, a corporate agenda that they want to further? It is. It's remarkable um, how this is being uh how this is being squashed when you can see what is happening in Russia, Russia, this, by the way, uh, president Biden uh, just said, we're going to hit Putin even harder. We have revoked our uh, most favored nation status. And apparently we're not the only country that is doing that now. Um, That's a harder punch. 
Um, but when you when you have McDonald's saying, you know, uh, we just thought there might be a reputational risk. Uh, that's why we're closing all our restaurants. When they said we're not closing all of our restaurants, you see ESG and how it works. I mean, it's just it is collusion, but it is also pressure from all of the banks and all of the other players. You play ball or we'll shut you down. Glenn, this is what's, what's really amazing. And, and this is I, kudos to you, because if this was, let's suppose, 10 years ago, they wouldn't have to address it. And 10 years ago, you'd have been reacting maybe after the fact. The fact that you can get ahead of this issue that you see and uh, plenty of other people see the tactics that are being used to control, manipulate and preemptively nip it in the bud. This is something that they can't handle and that really upsets them. And this oh, is I something know. that curdles their yogurt. Because <laughs> if they look at inflation is another great example, right? It used to be it's not really happening. Oh, it's happening, but it's not a big deal. Well, it is happening, but it's a good thing. Uh, right. Colbert, Stephen Colbert, who's a televangelist for yep. progressivism, had his monologue saying, hey, sure, I'm paying more for gas, but that's the price I pay to, pay to be a patriot to kind of support Ukraine. It's like you don't care about the problems of poor people in the slightest, and you're telling them that their suffering is virtuous and moral. Now, in many cases, sure, you have to make sacrifices for your kid, for your family, for your country, but you, Stephen Colbert, don't get to tell me what sacrifices I need to make. Exactly right. And inflation, which everyone uses currency, inflation is a sacrifice that literally everyone has to deal with, and it hurts the poorest the most. If Glenn Beck loses 10% of his money, you're still gonna be okay. If I'm living hand to mouth, and I'm losing 10% of my money, that's food on the table. No, that, that's, that's a roof work. over your head. That's the difference yeah. between living under a bridge and just barely holding it together. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's obscene what is happening, and it is, it is hurting. You're exactly right. The weakest financially among us, that's who's really paying this high, high price for everything that is going on right now. Everything that is going on. Um, Michael, did you, did you see the... Um, uh, digital currency executive order uh, uh yeah i've heard i mean i've been involved with the whole crypto space being an anarchist for, for many years now right. a lot of people saw this coming down the pipe right uh it's it's not a surprise what, what were your thoughts about it glenn um mine was that it was very first of all it was hysterical that we just don't have the energy for cryptocurrency like bitcoin it just too much energy to to verify everything we needed it centralized one computer with a password <laughs> yeah. that literally one computer with a password um uh, so they're using energy now as the uh, as one of the reasons why they have to have it um but the the fact that you and i both know about the hamilton project we we've we've read these white papers at treasury.gov for a couple of years they've been out um and and now they're saying, hey, we've got to look into this and study it. No, they've already studied it. This is just as tilling right. the ground. And I think that uh, they have to move before the Republicans win, you know, or at least seated. Well, I think it might be a little too late for them, because I think what a lot of people saw 
if you saw the Canadian trucker convoy, yeah. how banks just seized assets without so much as an explanation. If you see what's going on with Russia, if you're a Russian citizen, there's lots of things you can't do right now. You can't use Google Play and other such apps, uh, and they're seizing uh, bank accounts there as well. So that is giving people an incentive, correctly or incorrectly, to look elsewhere to keep their money secure. And crypto, by design, is meant to be outside of the reach of any individual government. Uh, and if, some, if your money's out of their reach, you're really, they're really disempowered. And that's a real big problem for them. So they have no choice but to act. But in my opinion, thankfully, I think that the, the, the technology is moving faster than the legislature can. And that is going to be a mechanism for freedom for people of the world so. uh, in, the, in the near future and, and the midfront. It's like, kind of like uh, Uber. So in many different cities, Uber, rather than being legal, just launched the app, got everyone used to it. And by the time the legislature got around to it, people were like, hey, you can't take Uber away. So crypto's adaptation is a very good mechanism towards taking away the power of the Federal Reserve, which I'm sure you share my absolute uh, contempt for. I do. Um, The problem is, though, is I think they're going to tie this to because a key word in that executive order was um, uh, stabilization, economic stabilization. They need the Fed coin uh, to provide economic stabilization. Well, that's true because you're already operating on modern monetary theory. The first part, the second part is you have to control how that money is spent at the lowest level. Otherwise you'll never control inflation. The white house after denying that inflation was even real or that inflation was hit I me mean, two days ago, Jen Psaki said, no, inflation is going down. If you look at the month to month, no, no, Jen, not true. Um, but uh, now they're saying, uh, yeah, you can. You should prepare. Uh, much higher inflation is coming. I think yeah, I, they're going to use I, I, that. Are you there? Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying inflation. You can't talk about inflation, stabilization of currency, at the same time inflation is happening. Correct. Inflation means an unstable currency. It means a currency that is losing value, and it means that you can't plan financially for the future. Because let's suppose I have a ruler, right? If a ruler is 12 inches today and 16 inches tomorrow and 10 inches the day after that, I can't build anything. Money is the same thing. That dollar is supposed to be a standard of value. If that standard of value is collapsing, I can't make these kind of long-term plans. So this is just a lie to claim that it's for stabilization. When they say stabilization, they mean control. And it's kind of scary how much of the verbiage is straight out of Ayn Rand's novel Atlas Shrugged because they use words in the exact opposite of what they mean, and they'll use whatever word they need in order to further their sense of power control. And Glenn, I got to tell you, it really seems to me like they're losing control of the megaphone and of many other things, and they're freaking out and they don't know what to do about it. Especially well, usually what dictated. dictators do is uh, start hammering. <laughs> usually dictators yes. just shut everything down. When they feel they're losing it, uh, they just start shutting things down. And I, I just, I, I fear, I don't fear. Uh, I, uh, I feel that's where they're going. And, uh, that's, that, that will, that'll put a, a big hitch in our get along. How's that for they, Texas? They spent two years shutting literally everything down. Yeah. And now they're going the other direction. So I agree with you that they're, impetus and their mo historically has been to shut things down but politically and culturally things are going the opposite direction True. so i i think they don't know what to do and i don't think this president is 
even if you love him, you can't regard him as a visionary or innovative thinker. He's a party hack. He's been a party hack since the 70s. So you can't look to him to think of new ways of governing. That's not the whole point yeah. was he was supposed to be returned to normalcy, meaning he's old school. Well, that's old school's not going to work in 2020. Yeah, but that's why we have, you know, that new young up and comer Kamala Harris. You know, she's. <laughs> I love her so much. Oh, my I love her so much. Gosh. I, 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 she's going to be the greatest president we've ever had for comedic purposes. It is going to be absolutely beautiful to watch. It's going to be like Veep for those of you who watch that show. Oh, it is. It's exactly the same thing. It is. It is. Michael, thank you so much. Um, Always a pleasure, guys. You got me bet. Uh, Anarchist Michael Malice. Back in a minute. All right. On 9 11, about 3,000 people were killed in terrorist attacks on our own soil. It was a horrific day for those of us who were there and remember it. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation was one of the first people to really step up and dedicate themselves to the families of the of people who died in the towers and then to America's heroes that went to fight against those Cretans in caves. Now they've expanded even more when a first responder or a military service member doesn't come back home and young children are left behind. Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. Catastrophically injured veterans, first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling our most severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. You should see the videos of these homes and what they've done for these people so they can, they can function like a normal human being. Now, through Operation Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. We should not have our veterans on the streets. So you're going to bitch about it and wait till Washington does something, or are we just going to come together and do it ourselves? Tunnel to Towers is asking for an $11 a month donation. You donate $11 a month at T2T.org and be a part of the solution. I tell you this, unlike tax day, this actually makes you feel good because you can see your money actually doing good things. T, the number two, T.org. Go there now. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Adam Curry is joining us here in a second. If you haven't, if you haven't listened to his podcast yet, you're going to love it. Um, he is like a brother from another mother. Honestly, we met just a couple of weeks ago and just love it. Uh, but I want him to go over this ESG. I'm a conspiracy theorist now, according to some very large companies. Oh, Wow. You know, you've reputational never, risk. You've so. never had your reputation attacked before, so no. this is hitting you in a in a really hard way. I have a very right soft underbelly. Yeah, yeah. yeah very well, you soft. do have a soft underbelly. Shh. Uh, but that's separate <laughs> from this. Uh, yeah, but if you rub it, it's luck. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, like a, oh, that's Buddha. That's Sorry. Right. Um, all right. So, 
we're going to talk about that here in just a second. And this is all being mounted because I am talking to different state legislators uh, all over the country. We have 20 states that are either have passed or are in the midst of crafting and passing legislation against ESG. And of course, that is nothing but a conspiracy theory theory. Um, please. Get the hardbound book now. It is in stock now. The Great Reset. Please get that book now. You are going to need it. Uh, but this is uh, kind of mounting because uh, there are some Republicans that were in. They were all fine in uh, Idaho uh, to pass this. And uh, now they've gotten soft because, wow, I mean, this is just risk management. That's all ESG is. And technically, that's true. Technically, that's true. I'll explain here in a little while. But if you are in um, if you're in Idaho, uh, I would like you to call the office of Brent Crane. Uh, His office number is 208-332-1058. Uh, and I would just uh, uh, suggest to Brent that maybe, maybe you should vote on this against or for, but bring it up so the whole house can vote on this and have a discussion. Uh, same with Joe Palmer, um, Randy Armstrong, Brandon Mitchell, Cody Galloway. In fact, I'm going to post their office numbers so you can call them. Um, but Idaho. This is your last call. If they don't pass, this is only, this is the easiest one to pass. This is, there's two pieces of legislation. One is, hey, we're not going to invest in companies that are trying to destroy businesses in our state. That's easy. That's the one they're they're refusing to pass now. Or taking a second look, because the banks say, the big banks say that this is just risk management. Uh Uh-huh. You keep listening to the big banks. The second one has got to pass, and we know we have to know who you can trust.